Hey, I'm Dustin. And I'm Steve. Welcome back to the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast, the finest phototainment in the world. We are an irreverent look at photography. This podcast, like Aspirin, will help you recover from your wedding hangover. Dun, dun, Dustin, dun. my man, McKibben. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is our special Thanksgiving episode right <gasps> here. Dustin, Turkey Day. we have to come together. We all have to unite. We have to Break save ourselves from the harsh cold winter in front of us. Some of us might be breaking gluten-free bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Dustin... Dustin, uh, the the people the people wants to know the people gots to know what are we thankful for? Dustin, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Oh, Stephen, like all years, every years, I am thankful for the sweet, sweet listeners who have endured years upon years, days upon days, of listening to you and I, and some magical special guests we've had on this show. Um, and have stuck with us, Stephen. Have, you know, rode the roller coaster of the Wedding Photo Hangover podcast. That is what I am always and forever the most thankful for. I hear you. I hear you. Um, for me, the thing I'm most thankful for is uh, my loving wife and all the support that she gives us. Um, she's the best, most greatest thing in the world. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. That's, that's, uh, that's just how I feel, bud. That's how I feel, and um, I don't it's, think it's okay I, I'd be able to do any of this if it weren't for her supporting me and us and this podcast, which I am surprised by every day, especially when she listens to episodes and she's still like, I think you and Dustin are doing a good thing here. And I'm like, oh, babe, babe, I love you so much. I don't know why <laughs> you think that. But I mean, that's that's really the the least of all things that I'm thankful for with her. But oh man, I, I gotta say, like this last year has just been crazy. Figuring out a lot mm-hmm. of stuff with our business, figuring out a lot of stuff with being parents to two kids who are both like ones in school, ones in preschool, and waking up like an hour earlier and just life is getting harder every single year and every single year Jen just continues to surprise me with the way she finds to solve the problems that come up in our lives and uh, with the way she keeps loving me inexplicably I don't know why inexplicably inexplicit explicitly she loves me she loves me explicitly Um, (laughs) and we won't be talking about that on the podcast podcast because we are family friendly here but Yes. Mm. That love yes. is both inexplicit and explicit, as I would hope any uh, good relationship would be. That's true. With two consenting adults. Or, no, yep, yep, just, just with consenting adults. <laughs> you wanted to disagree so hard, so hard. So if we can be real for a second, I think uh, the thing I'd next be most thankful for after my wife and uh, my sweet baby children um, which I didn't mention earlier. I probably should have. Ian, Nora, if you listen to this in the future, I love you very much. Uh, I would say, you know, double up on what Dustin said, our listeners. Good, good listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, every single week, you guys make me so freaking happy. Uh, in the Facebook group, on Instagram, on Twitter, um, you guys send so many incredibly great messages. Um, you know, 
I'd just like to highlight one super great message we received. Um, oh, would you now? Yeah, I think I think I would. Just a message I'm really thankful that we received. Doesn't technically I received it. <laughs> technically I received the message. Doesn't do you know? Do you know what what message I'm referring to? Oh, of course. Janner Kapari left us a review on Facebook, and it says, definitely my favorite podcast. And then Dustin, in a fit of insanity, I assume, decided <laughs> to respond to people. You've actually been responding to a lot of people the last week. How bored are you now that the mayoral campaign is done? You've been responding to people on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, maybe not Twitter. No, probably not Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, (laughs) those two, those two. And uh, you said, thank you, Tanner. But the real test is, who do you like better? (laughs) And I wasn't even inferring that it had to be Steven or I. It could have been been Tanner's significant other. It could have been a cat. It could have been a dog. It could have been a donkey. We don't know. You know, who does? Does he like like iTunes or Stitcher? Mm Mm-hmm. And how did Tanner respond to that, Dustin? <laughs> I don't have my, my computer screen is blocking Facebook right yeah, now. The so thing I, I was most thankful for was Tanner just shot right back. Oh, man, you can't put me on the spot like that. LOL, just kidding, Steve, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and all I could think was, it serves you right, Dustin. Why would you ask that question? Uh, I just felt like I needed to give some positive encouragement to Steve because Steve, who I am so thankful for, works tirelessly on this podcast, guys, to be able to bring you the best show possible um, with all of the editing, all of the show note writing, um, all of the lubrication he provides mm-hmm. for the show so that the gears keep moving. Oh, those two. Yeah. The lubrication for electronics too that yeah mm-hmm. both lubrications i provide for the show great yeah yep mm-hmm. um but yes so tanner i felt no disrespect in your man love for uh, i assume tanner's a man um could be a female i don't know tanner is male okay but uh love steven van elk it's okay to love him i love him that's why i'm doing a podcast with him yeah. I mean, I love Dustin. That's why I'm doing a podcast with him. I'm thankful for Dustin every single day. I mean, Steven's my favorite podcast host on this show. Jen's mine, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tanner, Tanner. So, you're, But you are allowed to still feel awkward, and I will still compete tirelessly to win you over, Tanner. Yeah. What you got in the works? How are you going to compete? Uh, what, what what are you going to do to uh, to to win Tanner over? Let's uh, let's lay it out here. Come on, on the Thanksgiving episode, um, drop it, drop it I'll, like it's hot. I'll, well, I'm I'm not uh, a positive individual, Stephen. I kind of like to fight underhanded. So probably what I'll do is I'll set up a fake Stephen Van Elk Instagram account where I will troll Tanner, and then I will ridicule his posts. Under the Stephen Van Elk Definitely, Instagram account. yeah, you should totally do that. Because um, the first step towards getting verified on Instagram, if you don't work for a news organization where you're like automatically verified, like with Instagram and Twitter, um, is to be able to prove to Instagram that there are people trying to impersonate you. <laughs> so 
if you could go ahead and just start impersonating me, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, I could get verified. And then I'd have a blue check mark next to my name. And people would be like, holy crap, this dude is for real. He's not just some exactly. a-hole I listen to on a podcast. I can trust See? this guy. I'd be so, so thankful if you did that. That's not the third prob- thing I'm thankful for. But, you know, just throwing that out there. Probably my plan. Tanner, watch out. I am super, super thankful for this community, though. You guys continuously make me laugh, especially in the Facebook group. Um, Like, if I could just plug our Facebook group, if you're not in the Wedding Hangover Facebook group, you should really jump in that. There's so so many ruthless, savage people in there. (laughs) But, like, in a fun, cute way that makes you laugh and gives you a smile. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, these questions don't write themselves. Well, the questions from our very own Facebook group don't write themselves. Um, The questions from the random Facebook groups, I feel like a computer algorithm might be able to come up with some of them. The ones that don't seem to have a good grasp on English, for the most part. (laughs) Dustin, Dustin, what else are you thankful for? Well, let's see. I've done the listeners. I've done you. And my third would always and forever be my beautiful, loving, supportive wife. I have to piggyback on what Steve said. Without her, nothing would be possible. Um, She is sort of the support system behind all of these crazy endeavors I partake on. Uh, She made working for the mayor uh, possible this year by kind of keeping up with all of our household things. None like Stephen, my wife doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can purely thank her out of my own, you know, <laughs> desires, and she will never hear this. So it's okay. Um, Jen's like ten episodes behind; she's not going to hear this until it's too late. Wow, she's about at the same point I am at. Um, not yeah, listening no, to wife, the podcast. <laughs> my wife is the backbone of this family. She keeps. Uh, everything running smooth um, and love her to death for it. Yeah. Until she gives me another child and then everything will be shot to hell again. (laughs) I mean, gives you another child? Like, that's not something you're both creating together and then she's carrying and birthing on her own for the most part. Um, I feel like the gift of child is... (laughs) That's mostly with a woman, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mostly it's mostly the carrier. <laughs> yep. You trying to sync the audio? No, there's a fly in my freaking house. How is there a fly in my house? Oh, it's a it's fruit fly new, too. It's like a, it's from a new, banana or some shit. It's that new DJI micro drone. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, I just smashed a DJI micro drone. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna see Jen run in now like real upset because she was probably test driving your new Christmas present. She's like, you don't need a part 107 for this bad boy. (laughs) Um, You know, uh, Dustin, if I could just uh, to piggyback off what you said earlier, next thing I'm super thankful for is my co-host, Dustin. (sighs) You make me laugh so hard on this podcast almost every single week. Um, The ridiculous things you say, the ridiculous, the ridiculous situations you get yourself into, um, but mostly the ridiculous theories you have about this questions we find on facebook really really just put a put a smile on my face and a pep in my step you done 
Uh, I mean, I could no, keep going. I could talk keep more going. about how great you are if you want me to. Um, watching you flounder through the political campaign, <laughs> hearing about all your <laughs> big, big flub ups, um, seeing you make huge mistakes with regard to copyright law and um, Kurt mm-hmm. Russell, one of my personal yeah, heroes. Personal friend, um, personal friend mm-hmm. of mine. Yeah. Your friends with Kurt Russell? Call him Daddy it, Russell. And you've never introduced me. You know, he has his own dance. It's you, called the Russell Hustle. You know, Big Travel in Little China is one of my favorite films of all time because of I him. I was there. I was there for that. It came out before you were born. It came out before I was born. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you were there in spirit form. Exactly. That movie happened, and my parents conceived me watching it. Ugh, no. It came out in 1984. <laughs> They rented the incubator for four years. <laughs> <laughs> Movies didn't come straight to DVD like they do nowadays, Steve. They took time. I only know it, it, it might have come out before VHSs. 1984. I just know it came out before I was born, and I was born in 84. Because <laughs> you're an old man. I'm so old. Did I tell you the other day? This last weekend, I was shooting a wedding, Dustin, and I was sat at a table with some guests. I started talking to one of the guests, and one of the guests literally introduced himself to me as a millennial and then asked what the generation under baby boomers is, because that's what I'm from, referring to me. Like, like that's what you're you from. what you're yeah. from? He's like, what, what generation are you from? Is the one under baby boomers, what's that called again? And I was just like... My mouth was just like dropped and I was like, oh gosh, I guess I have to tell this person I am a millennial, something I've hated relating myself to for my entire life. But how old do I look now? I've had children. Jen and I mm-hmm. have had children. I have wrinkles all over. I'm balding. What's the because generation of the children. after millennials? Gen Z or uh, people call them zillennials or zoomers. Ooh, Zoomers is kind of cool sounding. Yeah. Zoomers is totally badass sounding, yeah. Um, and I think somebody for a while was trying to get Gen Z to be called like the savior generation because they're like the generation that'll save us from the millennials. Um, but that, that was just some weird boomer who, you know. So what, okay what's boomer. the age demographic for a, a Zoomer? Um, it's... So, like, the guy who said that to me was or eight years younger year. than me. Zoomers are going to be kids who are in college right now for the most part. So, like, Lily would be a Zoomer? Yeah. Yeah, your studio manager. She's a Zoomer. Did I tell you I was at, like, a... I was shooting a conference where they were talking about, like, how you could reach out to different generations and stuff. And it was hilarious because they were talking, it was like a bunch of baby boomers and Gen Xers at the conference. And they were talking about millennials and Gen Z. And they listed off a bunch of traits for millennials. And everybody's like, oh, screw them. Screw them. They're the worst, right? And then they listed off a set of traits for Gen Z, which were almost the exact same set of traits. And like all the baby boomers like, oh, they're great. They're great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're the best ever and i was like are you are you are you idiots like listening to yourselves like you literally just because the only difference was gen z compared to millennial and it was just like everything else like underlying traits were very 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 similar and it was just like oh, oh man yeah we got to get some more zillennials at our at our company and it was just like oh gosh like 
Uh, it was it was a very frustrating thing to hear for me. I bet. Yeah, it, the ageism just runs rampant. So, and I mean, it happens on both sides. Like uh, the whole OK Boomer thing that has become a a trend fad online, where pe- young millennials make fun of old people by saying like OK Boomer in response to like out of touch stuff that they say, and then boomers who are like that's a slur in response to that like well i can't believe you'd call me boomer that's ageism that's a slur all right yeah i can't i can't wait to be old (laughs) yeah me too i'm gonna say so many terrible things about people older than me still (laughs) can you believe all those people are dead (laughs) not me i'm 89 (laughs) that's right I just want to be that guy when my phone goes off in an airplane and they're like, sir, sir, we said you had to have that in airplane mode. I'm like, airplane mode? What's that? (laughs) And they're like, sir, sir, you have to do airplane mode because everyone else in this plane has a cell phone implanted in their head and you refuse to go implant and you're still carrying around an iPhone 10. (laughs) You're like, oh, don't worry. I have a button I can press right here. It's an app. It'll fry all of them. Dustin the terrorist. <laughs> Dustin the terrorist. Last thing I'm thankful for is my beautiful children. Um, I read a, cl- a past client reached out to me today with a random email. And she asked me if I designed t-shirts. And I was like, wow, this is, you know, real random. This was somebody who was a bridesmaid in a wedding. And we've since done their family photos two times, I think. And I was like, I wrote her back and I'm like, you know, I could probably design something you know what what do you need a t-shirt for what are you looking for and she wrote me back and was you know shared with me that her youngest son was just diagnosed with leukemia and I was like oh my gosh and so she wanted to get like some sort of a leukemia type support shirt for her and all of her family when they go visit him at Riley and I was like oh my god like what an awful thing to hear and it just made me sit today and think about my beautiful children and their health and well-being and you know not everyone is as fortunate as i in that regard and so not only am i thankful for my situation but i want to be you know mindful and praying for those out there especially with the holidays Mm -hmm. it might not be so fortunate yeah now that i brought everyone down a notch you know you know, it's good. It's good. It's a holiday. Everybody was happy. They needed to be taken down a notch. They right. needed it. They needed it so bad. You know, they hadn't gotten enough fights with their racist uncle already. You know, they needed something mm-hmm. else to really just take them down a notch. And Whether I'm thankful you were here to do that. Or conservative aunt. Yeah, the, depending them on what too. political structure you fall into. Yeah. Whether uh, ultra green party aunt or uncle. <laughs> Or they're ultra libertarian. Libertarian. <laughs> there are other they're, parties, yeah, we know. They're gun toting, you know, cousin. They're ultra communist. Uh, I, I who who would be communist in this situation? The teachers. They're, <laughs> they're ultra communist teach- teachers. You think the government should pay you money? Jeez. <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> they're ultra socialist uh, senators. Get that red for Ed out of here. <laughs> oh, man. Dustin, I'm super thankful for my kids, too. Jeez. 
I tried to well, lump yeah. it in when I said I was thankful for my wife because I was like, I know. they need to know they're important, but like, do I need to waste one on them? <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> oh, oh no, that email today got me got me hard. It, I thought she was gonna to. like ask for t-shirts because she was like gonna start a landscaping business or something silly and then she was like i just want shirts to wear to the hospital you know just whenever you're free and i'm like yes i will make shirts i don't know anything about making shirts but i will figure out a way to make I'll shirts make those shirts they're free of cost they're coming to right. you they'll be there 100%. tomorrow have you heard right, of zazzle so give me your- <laughs> that's where people can buy wedding photo hangover gear <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna send her wedding photo hangover shirts with leukemia ribbons to print it on them oh <laughs> So I learned that the color for leukemia is orange. You know, mm-hmm. how like all the different colors for different, you know, pink for breast cancer and all that stuff. Dustin, thank you for sharing that story with us. Um, if you're out there listening, just, uh, you know, the holidays can be rough. And if you don't have something that you're thankful for, <sighs> because you listen to this podcast and it ruined your <laughs> life. Um, but seriously, if you don't have something you're thankful for, um, just know that Dustin and I are super thankful for you and for the fact that you're listening and that you're commenting on the Facebook group and on Twitter and everything. Um, you guys really mean the world to us and just seeing the great things that everybody's doing out there, just, it really brings a lot of happiness and joy to our lives as we, as we get to meet more photographers more people who are interested in photography more creatives more videographers um and we just get to uh witness what all the cool stuff you guys are doing because you guys are doing so many cool things and it's just amazing to watch as you guys go out and change the world you know while we just make a stupid podcast where we do dick jokes every week but (laughs) hopefully those dick jokes help you change the world one question at a time yeah but uh, th- thanks so much for tuning in, everybody, and uh, have a great Thanksgiving. Have a good one, guys. Have a have a turkey on us. You're sending people turkey now? Digital turkey. <laughs> Digital turkey. We'll send you a turkey emoji. <laughs> Dustin, Absolutely. have a great time with your family this Thanksgiving. Hey, what's your, what's your favorite Thanksgiving dish, Stephen? Gluten-free stuffing. Send me recipes. <laughs> Are you guys having nothing but stuffing for the? I mean, what is this obsession with stuffing? Uh, stuffing is just traditionally a very gluten-filled thing. So um, I don't think I've ever had gluten-free stuffing or witnessed it. And I know it's like one of Jen and I's favorite things. So it would be awesome really? if we could find a recipe that we would both enjoy. That would be gluten-free. The stovetop, stovetop doesn't make a gluten-free one? Stovetop? You go with stove... Yeah, get, I'm a stovetop all the way. So the past like Stove. two Thanksgivings, Jen and I have opted to... This is going to sound terrible. We've opted to no. stay <laughs> home and do Thanksgiving with just our family. Um, we want to start like a tradition with our kids of like, hey, we all like make the food together and everything. And we just found like uh, when we go up to like see my parents, it turned into super stressful. Well, it, it wasn't just seeing my parents. It was then we, my mom always does Thanksgiving with her, um, with her brother and his wife and uh, her sister and her husband. And so mm-hmm. it'd be like, we drive two and a half hours up to see my mom. And then we drive another hour and a half to go to another Thanksgiving thing. And then the next day we turn around and have to drive 
two and a half hours to three hours back to Jen's parents. And it was just so much driving. And it's like, we just, we need something where the kids can be happy and have fun and be just here. Um, and we would have been okay with like just going up to my mom's if it was like, if we didn't have to then drive another hour and a half after driving two and a half hours, you know, um, mm-hmm. to go visit like the extended family. If it was like, we could just do Thanksgiving with just my mom and my family, like my immediate family, we'd probably be cool with that. But it's just like, it's so much travel, it's so much time spent in a car. And it's like, we only get like a very short amount of time off. And we want to make sure we spend that with our kids doing things, making memories with them that'll like last a lifetime. So we have opted to stay home and make like all of our own food, like buy, buy a turkey, make the turkey, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's become something I super look forward to over the last two years. Um, something I never thought I'd like to do because it's so much better in, you know, <laughs> at other points in time in my life when somebody else made me all the food. But like, right, I actually super enjoy like, you know, making the turkey. Like that's kind of been like my thing the last two years was uh, I'm, I'm the turkey guy. And so like- You je- always have been yeah. the turkey guy. I, I've, always, gobble, gobble. I've always been a turkey. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah. So making like the turkey, then making all the sides with Jen and it's like dressing the turkey- stuffing it like with actual stuffing like making the stuffing inside the turkey mm, putting that hand deep inside that yeah turkey. yeah yeah gotta get deep inside that turkey um you know with your lens mm-hmm. and so it's just it's become like a tradition for us now just over the last two years we've kind of been like this is what we want to do so um now that we know jen needs to have like more gluten-free options uh i just want to find something stuffing wise that's gluten-free you know so yeah. yeah, send send me your recipes. Even if they don't make it in time for Thanksgiving, I would love to get more gluten-free recipes. Doesn't even have to be stuffing, like just anything that you found that's super awesome that's gluten-free, I'd love to know about. Sounds good. Yeah. My favorite, I actually got to enjoy this past weekend because we did Thanksgiving last weekend with my side of the family. Thanksgiving with your and mom's that, side. You're still doing your dad's side and yes. Corinne's family. I come from a divorced family situation, so we get like five Thanksgivings oh, on my gosh, side of the family. Oh, gosh, that's so good. That's so good. I'm, man, I could just eat turkey all the time. <laughs> we actually had ham. We did ham uh, last weekend. Because, GTFO. GTFO, bud. And, yeah, it was called Dr. Pepper ham. It's where you, like, take a ham, but then you, like, cover it in Dr. Pepper. Oh, my gosh, I'm throwing up. Was, I've, I don't want to yuck on your yum, but I... Yuck. It was actually pretty good. Um, but, anywho... My wife made my favorite dish because it was at our house, and it was her famous sweet potato casserole. Oh, my goodness. Oh, dude. Like marshmallows on top and... No marshmallows on top. That's my grandma's recipe does the whole marshmallows on top thing, and we will have that at her Thanksgiving. What's Corinne's recipe like? Corinne's recipe, have you ever been to Ruth Chris's and gotten the sweet potato casserole there? Uh, no, I don't think I've ever got sweet potato casserole it's there. Kinda, so it's essentially like mashed potatoes, but sweet potatoes. And then it's got hella butter and hella brown sugar and cinnamon mixed into it. Okay. And then it's got crunched up pecans on top. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Like no, a pecan I'm, brown I'm sugar kind of I'm down combo. The and then it comes in like, you know, she serves it in like a, you know, casserole dish. You kind of scoop it out, and you got all that yumminess on the top. See, Jen, Jen does a similar recipe, but instead of pecans on top, it's marshmallows on top, and uh, that's become one of my favorite things. 
Growing yeah, up, I never did sweet potatoes or yams. Like it was, it was apocryphal mm-hmm. in my family. But uh, as an adult, I get down on that stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's funny because nobody else—they're all like, "I don't like sweet potatoes." And I'm like, "This literally is better than pumpkin pie. It's so good, dude. Sweet potatoes can be so much better." Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel you because like Jen has made like the sweet potato casserole stuff when we go up to like visit my family and like the rest of my family's like, we've never done sweet potatoes before in our entire life. Why would we start doing it now? And I'm like, this is basically a dessert. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I had it tonight before we started recording with like a scoop of ice cream on it. Ooh, baby. Like the leftovers. That sounds real good. That sounds real good. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you think like... Mm, no, it probably won't be good with hot fudge, would it? Ice cream, hot fudge, sweet potato, probably not good. I thought about sprinkling chocolate chips on it, but I thought that'd be too far. Jen and I did a gluten-free pizza tonight with a sweet potato crust, one of the Udi's crusts. Sweet potato crust. Yeah. Interesting. I've not seen those. I, I get, We buy a lot of the cauliflower crust at our house. Yeah, see, uh, cauliflower crust sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet potato crust is real good, though. Actually, interesting. So the cauliflower crusts I've had have all actually been pretty good. Actually, I'm finding like now that we're eating more gluten-free stuff, that uh, a lot of the gluten-free stuff just tastes better than the uh, gluten stuff. Not gonna lie, uh, I've been I super the, surprised by it. There, because Blaze now has a gluten-free oh, yeah. crust, and I thought it was okay. I mean, obviously, it's not as crispy as their other crust. Yeah, it's a little, little floppier. Yeah. Yeah. Big and floppy. Well, I guess. And that was the disappointing thing is it's not actually as big as their normal crust. So you're paying extra and then you're getting a smaller pizza. Yeah. Who, who makes their uh, gluten-free crust, you know? I have no idea. So, like, you can get uh, Udi's. It's, like, U-D-I apostrophe S. And, like, they do, uh, like, Pizza Hut and a bunch of other pizza places. If you get, like, their gluten-free crust, it's almost always Udi's. And then, like, Udi's actually makes, like, their own, like, take-home, preparing your own oven, like, gluten-free pizzas as well. Hmm. And, uh... Because I think Domino's has one, too. Yeah. Donato's has it, too. All right. We We could be up all night talking about gluten-free stuff, but... Dustin, thank you so much for sharing this Thanksgiving episode with me. Have a great night, bud. Yeah. Good night, bud. So thankful for you. Bye. Gobble, gobble. Turkeys. Mm, putting that hand deep inside that turkey. Gotta get deep inside that turkey. Um, you know. Wedding Photo Hangover was edited this week by Steve Van Elk of Bespoke Tone. Go to Bespoke Tone for all of your photo, video, and audio editing needs. Woo-wee!